Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to The Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dreams. Today, we're going to be discussing time management mastery. Now, last week, I know we talked about time management and I had several people call in and uh, not call in, but text me, email me and uh, share with me how much more help they needed in that area. So I decided uh, it's not really a part two. It's just uh, more information about how to be better and master your time. So my question is, what keeps you up at night? Do you wake up at night thinking about something you need to do at work tomorrow? Uh, Do you go to bed thinking about all the things you need to get done that you didn't get done today, rather? Um, Do you fall into bed exhausted every night, having no time for yourself or family? And do you often find yourself scrambling to get things done at the last minute? Well, if so, this podcast is for you. One of the biggest downfalls of small business owners is the inability to manage time effectively. And uh, we're going to jump right in uh, to uh, what is needed to master our time. So number one is to have and improve our critical thinking. And you're probably thinking, What does critical thinking have to do with managing my time? Well, it actually has everything to do uh, with managing our time. And that's why I put it at number one. Uh, We have to improve our critical thinking. Now, here's a couple definitions of critical thinking. Critical thinking is a skill that enables us to make logical and informed decisions to the best of our ability. The ability to think critically is called higher thinking, as is the ability to retrieve information. Critical thinking is crucial. Another definition is critical thinking is the ability to think clearly and rationally, understanding the logical connection between ideas. Critical thinking has been the subject of much debate and thought since the time of the early Greek philosophers. Critical thinking is a way of thinking about things at a particular time. It is not the accumulation of facts or knowledge or something that you can learn once um, and then use it forever, such as, you know, the nine times table that we learned in school. Critical thinking is the opposite of thinking regular. Um, Let me say that again. Critical thinking is the opposite of regular everyday thinking. Critical thinking is a soft skill. It's not a hard skill. It's a soft skill. It may not be measurable in terms of numbers, but it's recognizable in the way that we interact with people. With the right amount of dedication and practice, we can easily master it. 
It should not be confused with the accumulation of information and knowledge. So critical thinking is the opposite of everyday thinking. In essence, critical thinking requires us to use our ability to reason. It is about being an active learner rather than a passive recipient of information. Critical thinkers question ideas and assumptions rather than accepting them at face value. In the critical thinking, um, there is black, there is white, and there are gray areas. And critical thinkers are not afraid to go into the gray area. It's not just, this is the way it is. It's wanting to understand the why behind the what or the why behind the how. Critical thinkers will identify, analyze, and solve problems systematically rather than instinctively. Okay, so now in business, we don't have to remember everything there is to know about business. I mean, we're just not going to do that. And uh, if you happen to have gone to uh, college for business, uh, you know you're not going to remember everything you learned in college and nobody expects you to. Um, but we do have to, um, we have to be able to think. I mean, let's, let's, let's uh, talk a little bit more about that. We have to be able to think. I mean, when there are mistakes made in your company, when you make, when I make a mistake, I mean, my, my question to myself is what was I thinking? And then I might say, I probably wasn't, okay? Um, so we've got to be able to think. We've got to know how to make connections between ideas and evaluate information critically. So again, you're asking, what does this have to do with managing my time better? Well, we've got to be able to think better to be able to manage our time better. And critical thinkers look to find what and the why behind every proposition. Critical thinking is one of those skills that will make your business a roaring success. But we've got to think. One company asked certain questions during interviews uh, to determine how uh, critical their potential job candidate thought. And here was one of them I just found interesting. And I've asked several people this. Uh, I ran it by them just to see how they thought. And actually a few uh, actually gave the correct, if there is a correct answer, um, but it has a lot to do with critical thinking. So are you ready? Okay. It's called, Who Would You Choose? You're driving down the road on a wild stormy night and you pass a bus stop where you see three people waiting for a bus. The rain's coming in from the side. They're soaking wet. And you pull up to the bus stop, seeing if you could help. And there's three people. First one was an old lady who looks like she's about to die and she needs to get to the hospital right away. The second one is an old friend who actually saved your life once. And the third one appears to be a perfect partner for you that you've been dreaming about. So which one 
should you offer a ride to? Because your car only sits two, okay? Um, there can only be one passenger in your car. So which one do you offer a ride to? Just think about it. There is a moral ethical dilemma that once actually used as part of the job application to test critical thinking. You could pick up the old lady because she's about to die and you've got to get her to the hospital and save her first. Or you could take the old friend because they saved your life once and this would be a perfect chance to pay them back. However, you may never be able to find the perfect mate again. So how do you answer that? Um, out of hundreds of answers, this company um, they finally got this answer, uh, and ended up hiring this person. The person said, I would get with my old friend and ask him to drive my car with the old lady and take her to the hospital. And then I would call Uber and I would, uh, ask this perfect partner to ride with me and take her where she needed to go or him, wh whoever's listening here. Okay, so critical thinking benefits, um, we communicate better, we hire better, we improve people's skills, we choose new markets, we see what others don't or can't, and we can predict consequences easier. So I want you to think about that. When you're using critical thinking and you're trying to manage your time, does communicating better help manage your time? Yes. Does hiring better help you manage your time? Yes. Does improving people skills help manage your time? Yes. Choosing new markets is just, um, you know, a benefit of critical thinking, but choosing new markets could help manage your time. It just depends. And, uh, you know, see what others don't or can't. That will definitely help manage your time. And then you, you could predict consequences much easier and faster, and that will definitely help your time. So critical thinking is very important. And that's something we don't think about when we talk about managing our time. Cause last week we talked about, you know, the planning and all the things that go into managing our time better and learning how to say no and all those types of things. But critical thinking, is, is something you should look into. You can look into how to improve your own critical thinking, and you can look into how to improve the critical thinking of your team, which is very important. We need more critical thinkers. We need people understanding the why behind the how and behind the what. When we, when we get those kind of thinkers on board, like I said, you'll have roaring success you will dominate your market. Very few people have critical thinking. All right. The second one and the final one. We only need two today. If you can get this critical thinking down and you can get this next one down, um, you're, you're going to kill it. So the second one is act now. Momentum loves speed, but so does creativity and motivation. We've got to act now. Quit sitting on our hands. Make things happen now, not tomorrow, 
not later today, now. Speed is uh, a definitely a competitive advantage. It is in my business, and it requires courage and commitment to act now. You can't go fast if you're not willing to do things great, but not perfect. In other words, you've heard things like, perfection is the enemy to great, okay? If you're going to be a perfectionist and everything's got to be perfect, then you're not going to be able to act now. You're going to be dragging behind because everything's got to be perfect. But great is good enough, okay? Most of the time, great is good enough. So you can't go fast if you're not willing to do things great but not perfect. And you can't go fast if you're not willing to work hard. It's not easy. Sometimes it is ready, fire, aim. Sometimes you've just got to act. You've got to make it happen. You've got to do things before the competitor does them. Think about it. I talk in my book, which I'm going to read out of my book here in a minute. Um, I talk about the first one in. The market, first one out, however you want to word it. The first one, the first one in. It's 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 high risk. But but that's what an entrepreneur is about. It's high risk. You're taking a risk. You're the first one out. What if it fails? What if it does? Learn from it. Move on. Try something else. Okay. So uh you can't go fast if you're not willing to invest in the necessary resources. Okay, now let me give you some examples. Uh, at McAfee, we, uh, we have installation teams and we have service teams. And for the installation teams, we have a McAfee system and the way we install. It's, it's a system. It's procedures. You arrive at a certain time. You you get with the customer and you do a walkthrough and you explain to them what's going to happen the rest of the day. And then you, while one person is doing that, the other person's already evacuating the air conditioner. They're making things happen outside. You get everything tore out. You call in any custom metal by a certain time of the day. And then the custom metals being made, you gather all the scrap, you put it next to the street so when our driver comes out to drop off your metal, they're picking up the scrap. So nobody brings scrap back but the driver, uh, the delivery driver, and the delivery driver then takes it from there. Well, we've got certain times to be done. We've got certain times that things have to be done by. And when this procedure and the McAfee system is followed, we're typically done with a full installation. And for those in the HVAC, that means pulling a line set, new pad, new disconnect, um, new ductwork modifications, new filter, humidifier, air purifier, new thermostat, full system within eight hours. Because it's a system. It's a McAfee system of how we install. And when we do that, and it's up to code, and it looks great, and it keeps people comfortable, and we're finished in eight hours or less. Now, our service team, we invest in tools, and they invest in tools. 
Uh, we invest in certain tools. They're required to invest in certain tools. I believe everybody has to have some skin in the game to appreciate it. But we invest in certain tools that provide more accuracy in measuring, cleaning, repairing, and we invest in the training to work those tools. Today's Saturday. As you know, I usually record these on Saturday. And we had um, one-fourth of our service team here today training from 8 to noon um, on, on some new tools and some new equipment and uh, some new technology to help with, again, the accuracy, the service, the quickness, the speed. Because if we can get all that down, then we can do the same same job, same quality, provide leads and get one or two more jobs in a day per person. Now that, that per tech, now that is a lot guys over a year. That is a lot. And, uh, that's what we're trying to do. We can run more calls in a day. We can perform more accurate readings and we can provide people, customers with more comfort than they've ever experienced before. In today's environment, and I'm going to tell you where I get this here from in a minute and when I read out of my book, but in today's environment, if you don't move fast, you're going to get run over. Okay? That's a fact. I don't care if you're a company of five people or a company of 500 people or a company of 5,000 people. If you don't move fast, someone else will and they will run right over you. Because without a sense of urgency, which again is act now, people and businesses can't move fast enough without a sense of urgency. A sense of urgency is what we've had at McAfee for many, many, many years, and it starts at the top and trickles down. And the minute we lose that, the minute we get run over. Speed is the driver because customers have a zero tolerance today for waiting. And they're always competitors gaining on us. Always. It's use, it used to be the big eat the small, but today it's the fast eat the slow. And I am living proof of that because I came into a market 32 years ago with several, probably more, probably 12 or more companies that had been around for 50 years. And they were much larger than us, but I was much faster. I was nimble. I was quick. We got things done. We made things happen. We thought outside the box and we acquired more and more and more market share every year until we surpassed those 50 plus year old companies because our customers like doing business with us. They didn't want someone in their house for two days. They didn't want to have to take off work for two days. When we figured out how to do an install in one day, word got around fast. And then these companies were shuffling around trying to figure it out. Some of them never have figured it out. Some of them don't want to figure it out. So in today's environment, we've got to move fast. A sense of urgency though, let's face it, is the toughest of the steps necessary for effective change in a company. So if, I, if I'm coaching you and you explain to me your systems and you're telling me that it still takes you a day and a half or two days 
to do a complete install, I'm probably going to challenge you um, to have more of a sense of urgency. And uh, it's 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 tough. Um, but some think I want to clear. I want to clarify rather just what a sense of urgency is, because what it's not is just running around like a chicken with its head cut off, um, and not proper planning, and not um, it's not cutting corners, it's not doing things halfway, it's doing things extremely thorough. Um, you know, it's the 10,000 hour rule. If you do anything for 10,000 hours, you become an expert. Um, you become the guru. And the, the longer we do, um, the longer we, the more we do installs and we get them done faster and faster and faster. And the more service calls we do and we do it right and we don't cut corners and we don't cut steps. If we have a 21 point checkup, we're not to go in there and do 18 to the 21. We're going to do 21. And we're still going to get it done in good time. And we're still going to get to the next customer. And then we're going to add another customer or two on at the end of the day because we got done early. And we still did a great job. And we still got the leads. And our customers are still happy. And we have fewer and fewer recalls. How's that sound? Okay. But a sense of urgency is tough implementing. Uh, one of the main obstacles to a sense of urgency is complacency, which I talk about often because it's too easy to become complacent. It's too easy. And it often follows success. That's what makes it so easy. If you had success in your company and you get complacent because you just think you're number one and you just think you're top dog and you just think everything you do turns to gold. And sometimes that's not the case because you get, basically you get lazy, you get fat and happy and you, and you, uh, it's the tortoise and the hare, you know, they just gradually pass by while, you know, you're smoking and joking somewhere and still celebrating the victories. When the CEOs and employees are riding high on waves of profits, complacency can creep in unnoticed. Okay. And it's easy. It's easy to hand out rewards and praises without looking down the road and outside the box. Eventually a competitor comes along, tramples you in the dust and you don't know what hit you. Okay. Um, Andrew Stein of the Stein Vox writes, a sense of urgency is to think fast, move fast, fail fast, learn fast, and succeed fast. Think about that. Let me say it again. A sense of urgency is to think fast, move fast, fail fast, learn fast, and succeed fast. And in my book, Build and Grow Your HVAC Business, I write this. Many of the older companies in our area required two to three days to install new systems in their homes. Within our first few years of operation, we were able to get that down to one to two days. I knew I could improve on that. We could easily make it a one day process by tearing out the old system, 
pre-measuring and ordering any ductwork upon arrival of the job, and getting any sheet metal transitions delivered by noon. Now, at the time, we, had, we didn't have our own sheet metal shop, and we were dependent upon a sheet metal shop who didn't want to grow. So that made it even harder for us. But we got our sheet metal in as early as possible to that sheet metal shop so, so we could get it by noon. And if we got it by noon, we were going to get done in one day. Okay? So we had another concern, as I had mentioned in the first chapter, the sheet metal shop we contracted was not interested in growing. I guess I just said that. So we chose later to start our own sheet metal shop from scratch, and it took off strong. And by the way, we've, we've now been doing that for about 20 years, having our own sheet metal shop. We've done work for hundreds of other companies as well because we provide great, fast service, which everybody needs. And uh, we emphasize to our customers that we would be in and out of their homes in one day and still do a very high quality job. Now today, people are much busier than ever. The faster you get in their home, the happier they are. And once we mastered the one-day install, we also came out with a guarantee. It said, installed in one day or I'll give you back $1,000, which later turned into install in one day or the job is free because we just got that good at it. We've never had to give, we never had to do a free job, by the way. So this was a major disruption within my competition. And uh, then again, they had to figure out how, and, and that's not, that's the hard position to be in. When someone else is already doing it, they're advertising it, they're making it happen, and now you've got to think about it for the first time and figure out how. Oh, gee, I guess this is important. Okay, another part of my book um, is stay ready, stay current. The longer you're in business, the more you realize the necessity for change. While your marketing message may stay the same, the methods of appealing to and reaching existing and new customers will differ. Leading businesses stay current, whether it's understanding the latest technology or figuring out what drives various generations of consumers. Because we service five generations today, folks. If you're in the service business, in the home service business, you're servicing five generations. Figure it out. Each one of those generations need different service. So, according to futurist Daniel Burris, it used to be that the big ate the small, like I said earlier. Now it's the fast eating the slow. If you don't plan for change, you will change by default. Our brand, servicing others fast, has changed sooner and quicker than our competition, and that has paid off well for us. We're constantly thinking how to be quicker, how to do a better job, but get it done quicker, faster. Sense of urgency. And the size of the company no longer defines its success. Rather, it's the company's ability to react quickly to change and your competitive advantage depends on the ability to move rapidly and decisively in responding to customers and employees. And that's a fact. Um, and that's, I mean, if someone says, what's, the, what's your secret to success? There, there's many secrets, but one of them is quickness. 
sense of urgency, fast. Don't let the customer wait. Get in, get out. Do it right the first time. Figure it out. Okay. And wrapping up, the average entrepreneur, get this, spends 68.1% of their time tackling fires and daily tasks of only 31.9% of their time working on growing their business. So you've heard you need to work on your business, not in your business. Well, only 31% of the average entrepreneur spends their time working on their business. And the other 68% is um, putting out fires all day. I mean, what a waste of time. And uh, guilty, been guilty several times, guilty, trying to fix that every day. By learning to manage our time more wisely, we can cut the time spending on fires and uh, increase the time spending on working on our business. Amen? Amen. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to work on your business? Who doesn't want to, if you're thinking right now, it's, um, it's in, we're in August of 2022. I mean, what's the rest of the year look like for your company? What's 2023 look like? You got any changes you're going to make in 23? Send me a note. Share that with me. I'll talk about it here on the podcast. But what's 2023 look like? You say, I don't know. I don't, I'm, we're not in 2023. Critical thinking. Think differently. Think about 2023. What's going to change in 2023 that a service business needs to be and apply? Think about it. Okay. So if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe below. You can also support this podcast by rating and reviewing. Please do on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. Keep listening because I'm trying to challenge myself and everyone listening on how to think differently about your business. And if you can get these two down that we talked about today, you're going to be way ahead of your competition. And as always, it will help you sleep better at night because things do keep you up at night. And uh, managing your time is one of them. Not managing your time is one of them, rather. Okay, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Greg McAfee Show, no spaces, no underscores. And be sure to tune in next week where we'll continue to, uh, we will continue, rather, to um, talk more about business and talk more about time management. And uh, as always, thanks for listening. Carry on and have a great day.